Welcome to the MILF Bod Podcast. Mindful, intuitive, lifestyle, fitness. An all-encompassing wellness resource for women featuring some of the most successful, influential mothers and experts out there. I'm your host, Cherokee Luker, mother, model, fitness trainer, and wellness enthusiast. Join me as we dive into all things MILF. Happy MILF Monday, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I am actually joined by two guests today, Kayla Benet and Sierra Phillips of Our Bridal Theory, an incredible business that they have built together. This episode is really all about women empowerment and running a business together as two mothers. This episode is really just about coming together as women and lifting each other up and spreading awareness of the fact that we don't need to be in competition with each other because there's room for everybody. And honestly, when you join forces, that's actually when you create the most growth. So that's exactly what these two have done. And I am so honored to be here with them speaking all about that today. I think it's such an important message for every woman out there to hear. And it's so inspiring to hear how they have built and created this amazing niche business together. So on that note, let's please welcome Kayla and Sierra to the MILF Bod podcast. All right, you guys, calling all creatives of LA or anyone traveling to the LA area in need of an event space, photo studio, content location, video space, production services, or grip services. Issue Studio is a unique photo, video, and event space, and Issue offers full-service production in an exclusive, intimate, and private boutique environment. The space is so beautifully curated, you guys, and I can't tell you how many shoots I've done at Issue that have turned out to be some of my favorite shoots to date. Not to mention a bunch of amazing events I've attended over the years where the studio gets completely transformed into the best atmosphere for the perfect party. Also, you guys, the wallpaper in the makeup room is absolutely iconic and it's perfect for the Instagram feed. So I highly recommend Issue Studio for any brand or any influencer looking to elevate their image. It is seriously the most beautiful studio I've ever shot at. And I've shot out a lot of studios here in LA and it's just so clean. It's centrally located. There's a huge parking lot, which is huge here in LA. So go check it out at issuephotostudio.com to find more details about how you can book this amazing space for your next photo shoot, video production, content creation, party, event, whatever it is that any of you creatives need here in LA, Issue Studio has got you. So go check it out. Okay, we are live. How are you, my beautiful loves? Good. (laughs) How are you? I'm good. Good to see your faces again. So we recorded an episode and for some reason the audio got corrupted. So here we are again virtually. We did the first take in person, which was obviously much better, but I'm glad to see you guys here virtually. So welcome back. (laughs) So 
I would love for you guys to introduce yourselves to the audience. You two are an amazing hair and makeup duo, and you both started a company together called Our Bridal Theory. And then you both individually have your own businesses. Sierra, you have the Finley Studio, and then Kayla, you have Color in the Ville. So yeah, I would love for you guys to just tell me a little bit about yourselves. Okay. So my name is Kayla and I moved to Louisville about six years ago and that's where I met Sierra. I've always done hair and makeup, but I started the hair and makeup business here and we got connected right during COVID and it's been the biggest blessing. So a little bit about my family. My husband is a NICU fellow. So we moved here for that. And I have a six-year-old little girl who we'll talk about later too. But yeah, and we both have separate hair and makeup businesses, but we've just found that working together, it works so much better. And we're able to like really grow our businesses and ourselves. And then now we've grown this brand new business together too, which has been great. So that's a little bit about me. And Sierra was pregnant at the time. So I'll let her tell her part about whatever we met. (laughs) Okay. At the height of COVID, all of my weddings started rebooking for October, which is when I was due with my baby Camden. And I was totally panicked because I had agreed to do all these weddings. And then as they're getting rescheduled, it's like, on my due date. (laughs) And everyone was having the same issue. So it's not that I could just like give it to just anyone. I needed someone who had an open book. And since Kayla had just started her business, she agreed to help me, which was so sweet. Not a normal thing in this industry, I feel. So we really bonded over that because we both feel like community is better than competition. And it was hard to find people in our industry that felt that way. So from there, our businesses have worked super closely together ever since. We've had two different studio spaces together and now we've started another business together. That is such a cool story. I love that you guys are advocates for like a more of a collaborative effort because I feel like in both of our industries things can be pretty competitive sometimes and I think that the message that you guys are spreading is so important that working together is actually the way to go and it benefits both of you guys. So tell me a little bit about our bridal theory and how you guys came up with the concept for it. So both of us have different starts like in bridal hair and makeup. I've been doing it for years and I used to do cut and color and she kind of fell into it by passion. And so when we both looked into starting hair and makeup businesses, there was not a lot of education. So for me, I went through hair school and didn't learn one thing about makeup or about bridal hair, which is what I initially went to school for in the first place. I loved bridal. And then it was just hard to find like good resources. So that's kind of what our goal was when starting it was to provide people with resources to like be able to learn about like the wedding day, about bridal hair and makeup, and then just starting their own business as well. Because it's a great daunting thing to start by yourself. And doing a business by yourself in general, it can be really scary and hard, especially if you can't find the education that you are looking for. And I feel like because we have both of our businesses 
combined, that's a lot of knowledge built up over the years. So we've each grown teams of nine girls. And I feel like that's a duplicatable business. If somebody's really looking to grow something, it's really tricky to do by yourself if you have like 10 bridesmaids. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine how much pressure that must be. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, somebody's their biggest day of their lives essentially and it's like you have to have everything perfect and so I love the concept and you're just like providing such a valuable resource for people so you guys have your studio together in Louisville right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so do you teach courses like once a month or how does that work So that's the plan, but we're about to enter our busy season. So we might take a few months just like, cause we're about to be slammed with weddings, but that's the plan to offer them just like every other month, once a month, just to give people the opportunity to kind of like get their business started. So, and then we love workshops because we love creating experiences and we really like doing in-person training, but for people who can't do that, we've both started our Patreon accounts so that we can continue the growth monthly. Yeah. That's so smart to just have that little like passive income side hustle. Yeah. And it's a way for people to connect too, without having to like drop everything because everyone's about to be busy with the spring. Even if they're just getting started in bridal, it's an industry that there's not a lot of artists in. Mm -hmm. So even if they're just getting started, they're probably busy. So it's just a good resource to kind of like keep education coming in for them. And then when they can come to the in-person and get like the big bulk of everything, then it's great. So cool. So do you guys have like a favorite wedding that stands out in your minds that you have done the hair and makeup for? Well, this one I'm looking forward to, we both are going to veil together for a wedding this summer. So that will be fun. Destination weddings are the best. Yeah. We've got travel booked for each quarter of this year with weddings in Colorado and St. Thomas and Montana. So we're going to be all over. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Yeah. And then like when it comes to doing a bride's makeup, how does it really work when it comes to creating the look that they want? Inspo pictures are huge. I feel like even like the consultation to get on the same page, like you might look at a photo and see something that you love, but not be able to like communicate. This is the aspect that I love. So that's something that we go over even in our courses too, just like being able to like get on the same page. Cause like we are so like creative minded. So we look at a photo maybe differently than a bride who's never had her makeup done before, you know, or doesn't get her makeup right. done very often. So yeah, photos are great. Learning to communicate like hair and makeup is really tricky and not something like your average person is like very fluent in. So asking like what they love about the picture, whether it's the liner or the dewiness or how bold their lip is, like those types of questions really help hone in on what they're seeing. Right. Do you guys each have like a favorite type of glam that you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, how do your styles differ? Because I feel like you do have a little bit of a different style. Yeah, we do. I would say Sierra's is like all about the skin and like glowy and just like dewy. Like I love yeah. skin. It's my favorite thing, like contour and highlight and blush. I don't know. I just want you to glow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that, but I feel like my style is a little bit heavier. So more like of a natural glam. Like I love like a dramatic Mm -hmm. eye. I feel like I always like a nude lip, but I love a more dramatic eye too. 
I know. And I love how both of you guys do like your own personal makeup every single day. Doing your own makeup, do you get bored because you're doing everybody else's makeup every single day? Or like, do you get inspired? Like, where do you draw your inspiration from? So I would say for me, it's probably like travel and doing things out of the ordinary. Like the way I do my makeup every day is not great. It's just like quick, you know, it's like just to get through it. It looks so good though. Oh, thank you. It's fun to play and like do those things every once in a while, but definitely like Pinterest and Instagram and TikTok and like that type of thing is a fun way to draw inspiration. Yeah. And I do not do my makeup every day. I actually love having like no makeup days as well. Yeah. And like no mascara days. I love that. Yeah. I'm sure it's so nice. I do love watching makeup tutorials though. I feel like it's so addicting. Like you go down this dark rabbit hole. It's so satisfying to watch. But then I go to do my makeup and it's just like, well, I guess I'm just going to do the same exact thing that I did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fun to watch. We need to be in your bathroom. Yeah. If only, if only I had you guys with me every single day, that would be a dream come true. (laughs) So now talk to me a little bit about motherhood for both of you guys, because you both have a very different story when it comes to your motherhood journey. So I would love to hear both of your stories. I'll go first since JC Tate's older. She's (laughs) sick. And we decided, so when my husband was in medical school, we decided to start the adoption process. So everyone Mm -hmm. I feel like was like, what are you doing? You're literally in medical school so busy and you're going to go through the adoption process. Okay. But it was a fairly quick process. So from the time we started the process, like very beginning, even like having conversations with people until we like, till she was born, had her in our arms was only nine months. So it's like weird because it's the typical length of a pregnancy too, you know? Right. So we adopted her and then we just continued on through medical school. And I feel like even starting my own business, being a mom. So she was three or four when I started Color in the Ville. And that was hard, like balancing. Because before I was staying home with her pretty much full time, I was doing a few things working from home, but I was like, I need something. And I feel like since having my business, I feel like it's made me a better mom when I'm with her. But also I'm excited to have something that I can like teach her about. It's been a really good fit. In the beginning, it was definitely hard. And I feel like every mom needs to like work through like what works for them. So it was definitely an adjustment, but now I'm so thankful for it. And I, I love having it and balancing both is always the thing, but it's a great balance. I know it's so hard to figure out that balance, especially I think in the first year, just trying to adjust your entirely new life and taking care of this tiny little human. It's wild, the transition that your life takes. But I love the point that you made. Like now that you have your business, you feel like you can be a better mother. For me, at least, like it motivates me to be a lot more present when I'm with Hunter because it's like when I am away from him, it's like I'm missing him. But then when I have the moments with him, it's like I have to take advantage of this because, you know, it's so important to soak up all of those little moments. And now she's six. I know. I bet it's just gone by so, so quickly. So what made you decide to go the adoption route? 
I had always wanted to grow my family through adoption one way or the other. Like it's just something that I've always wanted to do. And so we knew that like when we got married and then I would say we really didn't even have much of a fertility journey compared to most because when it came to like, you need to start like IUI or in vitro or anything like that, I was kind of like, this is the sign that we've been looking for to step to the adoption route. And we both felt like it was the time. And so it kind of just like, happened. Naturally happened. Yeah. People would be like placed in our lives who was like, Oh yeah, I know so-and-so she's an adoption consultation person. Like, you know, just like weird things like that kept Little happening. And, you know, we're like, this is it. Like, this is what we're meant to do right now. So it was something that felt like in that time was the right time. And now I'm like, I can't imagine had we not listened to that, you know, and gone that route. Yeah. It's really fascinating to me because I've always like toyed with the idea and I love hearing stories about adoption and what the connection is like. And it's like, you've literally had her since day one. Yeah. I'm sure it's a bond like no other. And I think you mentioned before that she still has a relationship with her biological mother, right? Or, or not yet. Yeah. So we have what, what's called open, but it's like semi open. So something I told her, like, even at birth was I was like, my door is always open. Like she knows she can always contact me. And I wanted to kind of leave that in her court, you know, because I didn't want to struggle with, should I reach out? Like, what's the good boundary? And so I just felt like if I always say to her, you can always reach out to me, you know, if you ever want to or need anything. And then as JC Tate gets older, we'll, you know, I guess, evaluate what she wants at that point and do whatever she wants. But until she's old enough, right. we've kind of loved it like that. And we talk about her to JC Tate. So like, if she does something, I'll be like, oh, that's like her. Like, that's where you get that from. And it's crazy because even still, like, she's not biologically from me and my husband, but there are still traits of us that we see in her. And it's crazy how we can 100%. see like all parts of her story, you know, that create her. Yeah, it's really cool to think about nature versus nurture. I think it has so much to do with nurture. As much as, you know, your genetics and your biological, you know, makeup plays a role, I think your environment and who raises you and what you're surrounded by and what you're exposed to plays an even bigger role than um, the nature aspect of it. So that must be so cool to witness. Yeah, it really is. Oh, I love that. You're the first mama on here that's adopted. (laughs) Okay, Sierra, tell me a little bit about your motherhood journey so far. Okay, so Camden is almost two and a half, which is just (laughs) wild. He came in the height of my business. (laughs) (laughs) And then COVID happened. So I was pregnant during COVID, which was quite an experience. I would say there were definitely pros and cons to that because I'm not a person that likes to slow down and I was kind of forced to slow down. So that was really, really nice. Especially when you're pregnant. Yeah. It was the perfect time to be pregnant, I think. It was. It was really scary. I felt like just going to like doctor's appointments and stuff by myself. I did not enjoy that. Yes. But working less was great. And it was a perfect excuse after having him to just like be with each other. But we struggled to get pregnant for a year and a half. And right before trying IUI, literally the month before we were going to do it, we got pregnant. Wow. Super thankful and lucky and excited. And then I had a pretty easy pregnancy, but 
I just really don't enjoy being pregnant. (laughs) Not my thing. I just was uncomfortable. I could never sleep at night. Apparently that was him like preparing me because he's not a strong sleeper. (laughs) Yeah. But he's everything to us. Like he's changed everything. He's the most perfect little angel and we wouldn't change a thing about him. Oh, you're at such a fun stage right now. Has he started preschool or like daycare or anything like that? Yeah. So I think that's one of the hardest parts about becoming a mom and owning a business is figuring out how much help you need. That was something that I struggled with so much having a degree in elementary education, I like thought I was going to want to be this like stay at home mom and work my business part time. And like, I kind of tried that out in the beginning. And I honestly was going to lose my mind, like more power to the women who stay at home with their babies all day. Absolutely. I need the to-do list and I need to be like out and moving. I'm so obsessed with him, but if I don't take care of me, I'm not giving him my best self. 100%. That's such a huge message that I try and spread on this podcast. It became very clear in the first couple months that I was going to have to do something for me, which worked out because our business was growing. Weddings were crazy, but he did start school. So we started him out in just like a parent stay out program that was just like a few hours twice a week. And that was enough to like survive those months. I think he was like six months when we started that. And then we slowly transitioned to a few more days and then summer happened and we had a nanny. Thank goodness. We're obsessed with her. She's so good to Camden. She's like part of our family. Good. I think it's so important to just find someone that you like love and trust and know that they're going to treat your baby the way that you're going to treat them. Oh my gosh. It's hard to let go of that control. But once you find that person, it's like an absolute godsend. Yes. And you know when you know. So like we did interviews and we did a couple like trials and we knew like Mm -hmm. this person's not the person that we are going to trust. And then when you find your person, it's like, just feels like home. So finding her was so, so, so helpful. And then my family has been, I could never raise a kid without my mom and my sister and my stepdad. So So, yes, having them close by has saved us so many times. And now he's in a little in-home daycare five days a week. And I was so nervous about sending him to school five days a week at two but he is obsessed. Good. Oh my gosh. He asks to go to school every day. Like I think because it's an in-home situation, it's very like small. There's only like five to seven kids, one teacher every day. It's her house and she's a retired teacher. So she kind of like pulled all the things that she loved about teaching and brought that to her house. So they spend two hours outside every day and they cook together and do yoga. And it's like, I just want to sign up. (laughs) That sounds like a dream come true. I know. Wow. Oh yeah. I think you were telling me a little bit like how he would come home and be like, yeah, mom, I made wild salmon or something like that. today." Yes. That's so great that you found that. Yeah, I'm about to enroll Hunter in like a part-time, very similar situation. It's like an an intimate setting and there's like seven kids. It's at someone's home. So I'm a little bit nervous, but it makes me feel really good to hear that Camden is loving it. Yeah, and you'll know whether Hunter 
walks right in or is hesitant. I mean, and it's still okay if they're hesitant in the beginning, but once they get in their groove, like you'll see. But I just think that like mental stimulation and being social with other kids is so important. Like I've seen him grow so so much Mm -hmm. in the last year. And when they're this age, like they're such little sponges, it's the time to like get them out into the world. Yeah. They absorb so much at this age. It's crazy how much they change on a day-to-day basis. So Camden and JC Tate, they get along, right? They're buddies. Yeah. And their age difference is huge, but right. six and two, but she's so nurturing with him. She is like, a nurturer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. My MILF fam, as you all know, I'm always looking for ways to aid in becoming the most optimal version of myself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And one of the things I do to support myself in doing this is by taking my vitamins every single day. And I know it can be overwhelming sometimes with all of the supplement brands out there, but one brand that I've been a huge fan of for years now is Wealthy. Two products I absolutely love by them is the Her and the Sweat. And they just recently sent me the Vision Gummies, which I am so excited to try and see the results from. Get it? See the results from the Vision Gummies? Which I think is so cool that they are pioneering advocacy for vision health because, you know, we're always looking at our screens every day. And it's something that I think a lot of people just put on the back burner and dismiss. But the HER is a great way for women to get their daily dose of biotin, vitamins A, B, C, D, E, calcium, hyaluronic acid, magnesium, and selenium. Just all of the great things that us women need and are probably lacking. And it's all in one. And then the sweat is something I like to take before a workout to just help enhance my burn with the natural caffeine. And there's also dandelion root in there to help with my metabolism and digestion. The quality of these supplements are just next level. And I'm telling you, you have to go check them out. If you use the code MILFBOD, you get 25% off your first order when you go check out at imwealthy.com. That's code MILFBOD, M-I-L-F-B-O-D at checkout at imwealthy, I-M-W-E-L-L-T-H-Y.com to get 25% off your first order. Enjoy, everybody. If you guys could pick like your top thing that motherhood has taught you, what would you say that the number one thing that motherhood has taught you? For me, it's taught me that I need to slow down and just be in the moment. I tend to like go, 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 like Mm -hmm. in business too. So I'm serious, like, whoa, slow down. We got to figure this out before we just jump off the cliff. Like I'm just constantly going. So it's taught me to slow down. Like children find joy in the smallest things and like, it just, as you see them, like, find joy. Like, how he loves the trash truck, you know? It's, like, so cute. <laughs> <He's> obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Like, they just teach you to, like, pay attention to the world around you. Otherwise, we would notice that type of stuff. Yeah. And I saw something recently that, like, really stuck with me to that point that was, like, you're trying to get to the playground and he's stuck at the stairs. Yeah. But the stairs are what he's excited yeah, about. That's like so he's true. going up and down the oh. stairs and figuring them out. Yeah. And it's like, come on, let's go. But 
that's what he's excited about. Yeah. And you need to just like let him be excited. I love that. That's so funny that you bring that up because literally that's what Hunter is obsessed with right now. Like we've been taking him to the playground, but instead of going to the playground, he just wants to go up and down the stairs the whole entire time. So it's like, okay, (laughs) sure. I catch myself. I'm like, this is what's supposed to be exciting. But like, that's not necessarily what is exciting yet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But back to your question, I think mine is just giving myself grace. I expect everything to be the way I want it to be the first time perfectly. And I think that he's taught me that he'll love me even if it's not perfect. Yeah. Unconditional love. Oh, it's the best feeling ever. I love both of those things that you guys just said, because I think those are two really big things that I have learned as well, being a mother. That's beyond my period. Oh, <laughs> <She's emotional>. <laughs> <laughs> oh babe, I love that. That makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> Watch, we're all going to start crying in a second. <laughs> so yeah, let's move into the acronym MILF. What do you guys both do to stay mindful? Well, recently we started journaling and creating like a dream journal. And I think that's really (gasps) helped us. Yeah. We did that the other day together with one of the other girls in the studio space. When you write it down and take the time to like write down what's in your head, you can almost like get clear on it because it's kind of like fuzzy when it's all in your head. But when you write it down, it really like... It solidifies it. Yeah. Yeah. We did like a dream board at the beginning of the year. And it's really Mm -hmm. fun to like look at that and be like, oh, we've already done a couple of things unintentionally. And then I was kind of like reflecting on our dream day this morning. And I was like, it's really empowering to think about what we've done in the last few months of slow season and how that's going to really propel us forward. And I just can't wait to reevaluate this time next year. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think it's so important to just like celebrate the little wins. We're all three very similar in that we all like to just go, go, go and like move on to the next thing. Like, yep, we've accomplished this, like check, let's go on to the next thing. But one thing that I'm really trying to implement into my life is just like celebrating the small, small wins because it's so important to recognize how far you've come and give yourself credit when it's due because you guys have both worked so hard and sometimes it's easy to just look past that and having a vision board and like writing down your dreams is so important and such a good way to practice that. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to figure out what your dreams are. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. That's been on our list of things to do for a while. Yeah. We're both just like, well, we don't really know what we want. But yeah. like, how are you supposed to work towards something if you don't know what it is? Yeah, you so, definitely won't get there. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I feel like it helped to sit down with friends and just like bounce ideas mm-hmm. off. And we just had like a few questions that we like asked each other and it really helped. Oh, that's so cool. I want to do that. You guys are inspiring yeah. me. That's so cool. Yeah. So now, how do you both listen to your intuition? I know it's kind of like a tricky question to answer because it is such like a all about a feeling. And it's so sometimes it's like hard to put into words as to how you tap into that. But is there a way that you guys can describe how you tap into your intuition? I think when opportunities come to us, we're good at listening to those and uh, pushing each other into the opportunity, even when there's hesitation. I'm more hesitant in the sense that like, I want to know how things are going to work out. The outcome. Yes. Kayla will jump off 
bridge. I'll figure it out later. (laughs) So (laughs) kind of balance each other in that sense. But I think when opportunities arise, we are good at making sure that each other listens. Yeah. If I were to jump into something, she might be like, okay, but let's do it because it scares us. But these details have to be ironed out first or else we won't benefit the way we should. Or, you know, just the details matter. It doesn't matter if you're like going through a door, if you're not doing it the way it needs to be done, it could end up not being as beneficial as it should be, you know? Yeah. That's so good that you guys have each other to like keep one another accountable. I think that that's such a beautiful thing. Our businesses naturally should be competitive. Our client is the exact same person, but there's an business for everyone. And I think that's something that we really want to like push for people in our workshop is like, just find a partner, someone who does the same thing, a partner to like bounce ideas off of and help each other because we're better together. Yeah. Not only that, but it's lonely to not, you know, it's, it's probably like not great for your mental health to be viewing everything as competition, first of all. But then also, even if you're not viewing others as competition, you're working alone. It can be very isolating. Mm-hmm. So just yes. like having that person that you can like connect with and dream with and share your lows right. with too. They're not all highs, you know, and it just like helps to have that person to like bounce back and forth all the emotions, not just the wins, you know. Totally. It's such an important message to spread, especially as women, because I think that we're just a lot more naturally competitive with one another. And I think, like you guys said, like there's room for everyone. There's no need for like cattiness. So I love that. What are some of your guys' lifestyle non-negotiables? And this can be anything from like your skincare routine, your morning routine, books that you're reading, podcasts that you're listening to, just things that you guys do on like a day-to-day basis to make you feel like the best version of yourself. So I know we'll talk about fitness next. So I will leave that Mm -hmm. one out, even though that is a non-negotiable. Definitely, me me, too. I have to wake up early, like at least 30 minutes or so and like have my morning coffee and just like sit for a little bit. What time do you wake up? Well, I'll back it up depending on like, if I have to be somewhere at seven, then I'm getting up at five, you know, or whatever. Like I kind of just Mm -hmm. operate based on when I'm like needing to be somewhere. But like for school days, I'll just make sure I'm up like honestly an hour before JC Tate's awake, just to give me that time to like get her lunch ready, but then also like have the time to like sit before the day gets going. Cause I feel like if I started just like running into it, (gasps) I feel like I can't catch up. So like all day, I'm I'm just like stressed. So yes. That was one of the hardest parts when Camden wasn't Mm -hmm. a good sleeper. He's on a little bit more of a schedule now, but when he wasn't a good sleeper and I would just have to hit the ground running when he woke up, like we'd be awake with each other all through the night. And then like, I would want to sleep in because I was so tired from like, you know? Yeah. I'm in that boat right now. (laughs) You'll come out on the other side, but it's a hard boat to be on. I'm sorry. Yeah. And I think that they go in phases. Like last night, Camden was having nightmares, which is like new for us. But he was like, there's a spider. I'm like, there's no spider. He's like, there's a spider. (laughs) Oh, baby. (laughs) So anyways, it's always something I think. And like, I'm petrified to switch him to like a big boy bed and all of those things. I'm sure we'll come back around to affecting it. But I love my morning time and I love my skincare time. Those are two non-negotiable things. And then fitness. Yeah, for sure. Do you do your skincare 
in the morning and in the evening before you go to bed or? So morning is non-negotiable. Evening is negotiable. (laughs) I'm the opposite. (laughs) I will always take my makeup off. Like that is non-negotiable, but like go through all my steps sometimes feels daunting when I'm so exhausted. So I do keep like healthy makeup wipes next to my bed just in case. That's smart to keep it convenient. Just keep it right next to your bed. That's a good hack. It is like in your side drawer. That way, literally you're in bed. And just wiping your makeup off. Yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah, I'm in a weird position right now because I'm still co-sleeping with Hunter. And so, Kayla, I would love to do exactly what you do and just like wake up a half an hour or like even an hour earlier than everybody in the house and just like have my alone time and have peace. But because Hunter is co-sleeping still, he's such a big cuddler. And so like I literally cannot get out of the bed without him waking up and be like, mama, mama, which I love. And so I should just like cherish these moments. But also I miss that alone time. But at the same time, I just like kind of make do where I can. And then I just take advantage of like having those special moments in the morning with him. And so like we always have breakfast together and Um, We do like our morning routine together, but it's going to go in phases. So Mm -hmm. next, what do you guys do for your fitness routine? I know you guys work out together, right? Most days or? I mean, we love to work out together. It doesn't always work out, but we're obsessed with our gym. I had trouble getting back into a fitness routine after Camden, just scheduling wise. I was going to a kickboxing gym and their class times just were not good enough for what I needed. So as much as I love that workout, I just couldn't find anything after that, that I was excited about. And if you're not excited about it, you're not going. Yeah. (laughs) So we found a gym that has like a mix of Peloton and weights and the music is great. It's dark. It's all girls. So we are obsessed. We love it. And I tried like before this, I was going to the gym and like, you know, just walking in and then like figuring out what to do on the weights. And that was so hard. It's intimidating. Yeah, it's intimidating. And I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and there's no one to ask and it's just like not great. So this is nice. There's like an instructor walking around that like guides you and like tells you what to do. And it's so much better. And it's like 45 minutes out of your day. So it's not super lengthy. Yeah, it's great. That's a perfect amount of time to work out. I know. I used to spend like two hours working out every day and I'm just like, how did I do that? I feel like 45 minutes is like the perfect length. Yeah. Yeah. So are you guys doing that like three days a week or how many days a week are you doing that? We kind of do depending on the week. Like if we have a super busy week, we'll do like three is our minimum Mm -hmm. that we won't. We always do three. But I mean, we like to do five even some, some weeks. Amazing. Yeah. Because our weekends are busy with weddings most of the time. Yeah. So, which is why childcare is so helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Just knowing that we'll be able to sign up and go to that scheduled class is so helpful. And I think yeah. that it's something so small that you don't really think is going to make a big difference. But carving out the time to go to the gym has literally changed my mental. Yeah. <laughs> health. It does. Like, it's, it's a huge part. So yeah. much. 
Yeah, because I think like keeping the promises that you make to yourself is so important. It builds confidence. It makes you feel like you've accomplished so much more throughout your day. And it also does so much for your mental health too. Right. Boosting your serotonin levels. And it's definitely a non-negotiable for me. I have to move my body every single day. It just for my mental more so than even my physical. Like I'm not even really doing it anymore to change my body. I'm more so doing it so I can feel better. Yeah. Yes. Mentally. That was one of our goals for slow season. We're like, we're going to find a good gym, get plugged in, and now we have it. So, And I think just like Yay. keep the time carved out during busy season. Mm-hmm. So like three minimum during busy season. And it sounds small, but like, I think it will make a huge difference. Like we were talking about. Definitely. Do you guys do it in the mornings or is it an evening class? Well, we hate evenings. <laughs> we'll go to yeah, evenings if we have same. to, but we avoid it at all costs. Normally yeah. we go like after school drop off and then we'll yeah. go drop off and then go to the gym and then come to the studio to work. So perfect. Okay. One last question that I ask everyone at the end of every episode is if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would you say to your younger self? I would just remind myself to celebrate those small wins. Like if you don't celebrate the small wins, then you won't even recognize the big ones. I feel like you got to like teach yourself to recognize that. And Sierra does a better job of that than I do. Like even this morning, she voice messaged me about something that we have done. And I'm like, you're right. And we just blew right past it and didn't even acknowledge it. So it's just a reminder to celebrate those small wins, whether that's even if like, it's like at the end of the night, you should do the dishes, but you sit on the couch. Like I'm celebrating the fact that I'm choosing to just be here. I was a great mom today. You know, like it doesn't have to be anything massive, but just to like encourage yourself in those moments, I think. Oh, I love that. That's such a good reminder for everyone to have. The small, small things make up the bigger picture. So to pay attention to those is just key. Yeah. I think mine would be find something that you're passionate about. If it's not your career, find something else. I was stuck in a job that was draining me and I knew I could Mm. not do it forever. And creating my own business, creating a life that I'm actually excited about and passionate about, I think just has made the biggest difference. And I hope that other people take that leap too, because it's life-changing. Oh, such beautiful answers. I love both of those answers so much. Okay. My loves, I know you've got a busy schedule (laughs) ahead for the rest of the day. So I'm just going to wrap it up by having you guys drop your Instagram handles or maybe website, like wherever people can connect with you guys, let the audience know. So our business together, the Our Bridal Theory is just at Our Bridal Theory. And then um, my Instagram and TikTok is at kaylabenet.hmua. And mine is at the Finley Studio and it's F-E-N-L-E-Y. And our website is the same, the Finley Studio. Yay. I love you guys so much. And I'm so sad that I'm not working the story job because it, is it tomorrow? It's, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. And we're going to miss so much. Oh, well, it's going to be fun. It's probably a really fun crew. My friend Chanel will be there, like I told you guys. So you're going to have fun glamming her because she's gorgeous. But yeah, tell everybody at Story I said hi. But for anyone who doesn't know the audience, that's how Kayla and Sierra and I met. We met on a job working for an amazing brand called Story. And so they're shooting tomorrow and the next day too, right? Yeah. Fun. 
Okay, babes. We'll have so much fun. Give everyone my love. And yeah, we'll talk very soon. All right. Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you all for listening to the show. I hope you gained some insight on how to practice becoming more mindful, learn the importance of listening to your intuition, gain some lifestyle takeaways and fitness tips. You can find me on Instagram at Cherokee Luker and the podcast at MILFBODPOD. So make sure you follow me to access exclusive content to help you become a better you, a better mother, and a better human. Talk to you guys next week about all things MILF.